Welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. This is a very special episode with my bestie, Maria, Maria Wick. That felt weird to call you that because that's not like really your name, but it is online. <laughs> yes, I, I go by my maiden name. Most people don't know that, which yeah. is so funny, but yeah, Maria Wick. Okay. Hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We're excited to record this. We're like a little like awkward, but that's fine. Um, this is going to be good. We're going to talk about all things business besties, which Maria and I both have had, it seems like a lot of conversations with like clients and just people that follow us. I think both about our friendship and just about biz bestie. Like, I feel like you and I get to hear about a lot of people's biz bestie drama because people are like, is this normal? Like, how do you deal with, I'm always asked like, do you and Maria go through this? And a lot of it, I'm like, no, <laughs> because we're not business besties, which is what we're going to talk about in a second. Like, I don't think we're biz besties. We're just besties. Right. That's that. <laughs> yeah. Like literally we talk most about what do we talk about. We talk about babies, yeah. husbands, <laughs> things we have in common. And then like business is like, oh yeah, I'm moving through this. And like, that's it. And it's a quick combo. Like we don't like, that's not our entire relationship. No. So let's start with like a little introduction. So on, we're doing two episodes, you guys. So we're doing one right here, obviously. And then we're doing part two on Maria's podcast. So you'll have to hop over there. We'll link it and everything. Um, and in that one, we're going to talk about like how we met Maria. will share that story because she likes to share it. And it's always funny when you do. <laughs> But here's, here's, what's interesting is we, can we at least put like a, when did we, when did we meet in 2018, 2017, 18, 18, 2018, like the summer of 2018. Yeah. Cause it was right after my graduation party. Cause I graduated so, 18, 19, 20, 20, five years. Oh, we've been besties for like five years. I feel like we became besties literally the day that we met. um but what's really what's what's crazy is that like we're literally like the exact same age like two months apart right something like that when we met we were both going through like very similar stages in life like when we met I was like just engaged and then did you get engaged that at the end of that year or the next year um I got engaged in the summer of 2019 but like John and I were very much already in talks that like it was coming and he was saving for the ring. And yeah. uh, so like it, like we were very much mentally in that same space. Yeah. You and John were in talks, but also you and I were in talks about it. 
Yeah. I mean, you literally knew the day before and you said nothing to me. That was awesome. Um, yeah. So we've just been through like everything together. I feel like engagements, getting married, um, babies now, like all the things. And we also have, I mean, arguably very different, but like also outside looking in, we have very similar businesses. We're both in the coaching space. We're both essentially business coaches. We both sell courses and masterminds and private coaching. We both market on Instagram. Like we definitely have a lot of overlap in what we do. Yeah. And so there's just going to naturally be a piece of our friendship where business is a part of it. But what we really wanted to talk about, which I think like, if you're listening to this and you have a friendship in mind where you're like, this is why I need this conversation. (laughs) um, We have narrowed it down that there are three types of friendships in this space. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You explain it a little bit. Okay. So I feel like we'll kind of go from like run of the mill, like your peer, like you're across the industry. You see them on social media, you interact on their stories. You're all up in their content. You're like engagement buddies. Yes. That's a peer. Like it's someone that like you look up to, maybe you're in a similar stage. Maybe you've talked a couple of times, coffee chats, types of things. That's a peer. And then there's a biz bestie that you actually talk to and have more of like, um, like not in the mastermind sense that we have in like a paid container, but in like a more um, civilian sense of like a mastermind and peer mentor, that's a biz bestie. Someone that you talk to about like what you're moving through within your business, what's coming up for you, how to handle something that that's like an objection or something. And then there's us (laughs) who literally spend about maybe 10% of our time talking about business. Um, And it's just something that it's like another thing that we have in common. Um, But like, I feel like these three different distinctions are also important because it helps you. And we're going to talk about this. It helps you know how to support the other and also what to expect out of the relationship. Because so quickly we jump in and like, oh my God, we're biz besties. And it's like, actually, we're just peers. Yeah. Right? And then that can lead into funky energy of like, one person is giving so much more than the other and blah, blah, blah. Well, I think that's what's interesting is like, I feel like we won't say too much because we're going to tell the story on your, your podcast. But I feel like since like the day that we met, like, I'm sure we talked a little bit about business and I can recall us talking about business early on. But even then it wasn't most of our conversations. Like we were really just like, in my mind, connecting, like just to have someone local to connect with. And then naturally, like it was a good fit. We became good friends, but like, we've always talked about all the things. And so I think that's not going to be every like friendship and that's fine, but like really defining where you're at with someone, even if it's just in your mind, letting it build naturally, if it does, or like, it's good to just have like, peers or like, I like what you called it, like engagement buddies. Like that's good. That's good for your engagement. It's nice to celebrate people and be celebrated back and hype each other up. Like I'm sure you and I both have like lots of those people. It's like, there's not really this like established friendship, but it is like a support system ish. Mm -hmm. But then there's biz besties. I think, I don't know. I've had a lot of bad biz bestie situations yeah same (laughs) I've had a lot of bad biz biz bestie situations and that's why like 
I was excited to meet you in person because like, I feel like both of us were like, where are people that are actually anything like us? So I was excited for that, but I was definitely hesitant of like, this does not work out for me. Yeah. And it took us a while to meet, like, and we'll talk about this, but like, literally we started talking in April and we didn't meet until like late July, early August. Like, so like we were both like figuring it out, if you will. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about the good stuff. I feel (laughs) like everyone listening has probably had some weird biz bestie stuff. It's really common. So hopefully with this episode, we can like break some of that down because I think people think they have biz besties and they actually have like leeches. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because people ask me all the time, they're like, have you had this happen? Have you had this happen? Yes. But like not in our friendship because we were talking before the episode. I feel like we don't really have boundaries, but we have like, so we'll start with that conversation. I feel like we have just mutual respect for each other, for each other's lives and like for people in our lives, like our partners, our families. I feel like we have just mutual respect for like our own journeys and our time. And like, we talk all the time. We talk about everything, but I feel like we both just know, like I here's what I was thinking when the, when the conversation of boundaries comes up, I have had times where I have ranted to you or vented to you and you are supportive, but you will also say, have you asked your coach about this? Like, have you gotten support around this? And I have been triggered by that, but that's fine because it's like, she's right. Like, I think you and I both have this, like, mutual, mutual understanding of like, I've got your back no matter what. And you're always welcome to like vent and rant to me. Like that's totally fine. But also I think we both see each other as really powerful people who are doing big things that should have support. Like we're not each other's coaches. We're not masterminding. Mm -mm. It's like, I'll hear you out, but like, also like, let's make sure, like, did you tell your team about this? Did you tell your coach about this? Like, are you getting real support outside of just a friendship? Yeah. You know, I think, kind of tapping into that is and it doesn't matter like whether you have a bestie relationship like mine and taylor's where we are like real life best friends like she was my maid of honor um i was there the day that ruby was born in the hospital spent so much time there like literally like true life best friends and then there's biz besties and even biz besties does not it it doesn't oh god i'm having pregnancy brain what is the word like it, it it's not a substitute for actual mentorship. Yeah. Right. So it's like, while I have turned to Taylor and been like, I'm currently moving through this in my business or like, I'm struggling with this. Like, what should I do? And I've asked specifically for support and she supported me. I also know from, and I like to feel it. Like I said this before we got on, like, I feel like we have more of just like a respect. Like I truly respect Taylor. And I think that she should be paid for her services. And I have bought some of her stuff in the past because I, I honor that. Right. And I think it's turning to your, your bestie or your peer for support, but also recognizing that if you're paying for mentorship with another mentor, use it. Like don't take it like a little scapegoat because you have a bestie. Yeah. And I think too, it's, it's like, even in a, in a biz bestie relationship, or even if 
it's a mutual, like we're going to support each other in business. Like I think biz bestie should really just be like, I see you. I love you. Like I'm here to support you. I'm here to be with you in the highs and lows, but it's not a free coach. And I think that's something that I feel like I've just decided is true for us is like, I feel like when you're telling me something's going on in your life or in your business, sometimes you ask for advice and vice versa. It's like, do you see something I'm not seeing? Like we've had plenty of those moments. Like, you know me so well, like, am I missing something? But I don't think either of us have this expectation of like, you need to coach me. You need to give me an answer. You need to figure out my problems. Like, so you could, you could vent to me, rant to me all day. That's totally fine. I don't feel this pressure of like, okay, I need to figure this out for her. No, but I do think a lot of people feel that in their friendships. Yeah. And it, you know, it puts a lot of pressure through something and this is kind of tapping into another conversation, um, that I think we're going to have is like, when you're the person that's like in need of support, it can almost feel like, or like if you are the person that is receiving, right. That like your friend needs all this support, it can sometimes feel like, okay, you know, I'm pouring my cup out. Where's my refill, you know, like yeah. this is free refills here. Um, yeah. and it's, it's how, how do you find that balance? And that's really, I think another thing as well in especially past biz bestie relationships where I am a giver, I'm a nurturer, I'm a cancer. <laughs> like I love to give. I have given so much. Like I have helped my friends and, and peers literally scale their businesses to incredible measures. And when I've asked for support, I've gotten nothing. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. And I've now touched on two subjects that we're going to cover, but it's one of those things that's like, it's, it's important to know what the relationship is and also what to ask for and where your boundaries end, you know? Like at what point do you say, Hey, I've really been giving a lot. I need support on this. Yeah. And it goes both ways. Like if you're listening to this and I've had this probably in our friendship, but like in a lot of my relationships, even like with my husband, it's like, there's been lots of things where it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm frustrated at you for this or mad at you for this or feeling unsupported in this way. But also like it, am I doing my part in that? Like, A, am I treating you how I want you to treat me? Mm -hmm. B, am I speaking up for myself? Like, okay, like I've, I'm very stubborn. (laughs) And also I don't like getting advice. Like I like to like go against people's advice, but that builds up a lot of resentment in me of like, gosh, like I don't feel supported. So it's like, okay, but are you asking to be supported? Like that's your own issue. So it's like, speak up. (laughs) Like if you've got something going on, say it instead of being like, oh, they're not supporting me. So I just, I guess the conversation is like, check yourself, Mm -hmm. but also there could be some red flags, (laughs) which we're going to talk about. I think we'll end with the red flags, but I want to like, unless you think I'm missing anything on this topic, but I want to talk about like how to handle when you yourself get triggered. Because I think I have in, in other friendships, I have had, this is a great example in almost all of my other friendships. Like this is, I think it's just part of like my life path. I have triggered people a lot. And I think we can all relate to that. Like if you are a business owner and you're doing big things, you probably get triggered and you probably trigger other people. Like it's just inevitable. 
but I have had, so I had one biz bestie. We, I can share more tea later because it was really bad, but she broke up with me <laughs> as her friend. It was like a very serious, like we need to meet on zoom and talk about something like, first of all, awkward. Mm. Like if that's how you talk to your best friend, you're not bestie. Sorry. But so we had to get on zoom for our meeting and she broke up with me and she literally was like, you make me feel bad about myself. And so I can't be your friend. I, I feel like I'm a nice person. Like I don't like rub things in people's face. I don't say rude things to friends. So it was like, it was literally like, oh, I'm doing too well. You can't handle it. I make people feel bad about themselves if I do well. And nobody's ever going to want to be my friend or no one's like ever going to want to be like, I can't celebrate whatever. So there have been times in our friendship where I have not celebrated things with you. And you have been like, Taylor, why yeah, you when you find something me? on Instagram stories and you're like, um, what the F? Yeah. You've called me out on that at least a few times. Let's be real. That's <laughs> my own trigger. So mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to be clear about here is like, I think, I think a lot of the issues in friendships too, are just both, there might be like a maturity, like mix match for sure. And then you just need to break the friendship off. Maybe not with some awkward, like official Zoom meeting, but like just break it off or just distance yourself. But anyway, um, but there's also a personal responsibility of like, oh, like I could project that onto you. Maria doesn't like celebrating me. I can't celebrate with her. That's not true. It's like taking responsibility of like, oh, sometimes I hide and don't celebrate because of things that have happened in the past. But that is not that's like one thing I've had to be really aware of is like, that's me. That's like my own stuff. And then again, like not expecting you to fix that. Like, it's like, you need to celebrate me. So I feel good about myself. It's like, no, I need to practice celebrating myself and I need to go heal that. Like I need to go get some support, which I have, like I've worked with coaches on that, whatever. Like that's a big thing for me. So, I mean, I just said a lot, but like, what do you think about this? Like how handling when you yourself are getting triggered in the biz bestie yeah. relationship or no. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is I, number one, I have a love hate relationship with the term triggered. Um, <laughs> so let me just say this. If you're feeling triggered, you are being gifted an opportunity to shift through something. You just have to decide that you are ready to shift through it. Right. Like if you're saying like, Oh, I'm really bothered by this, like witness it and move through it. Like that's my two cents. I would rather work on a relationship than be like, oh, I'm triggered. I'm going to just stop showing up or I'm just going to go MIA, right? Um, But I think for me, not even in our relationship, I would say, have there been moments that are like so memorable of me being triggered? Um, More so like, like when you cross the million, I think it was the million, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited for her. Like I was like, so celebrating, but at the same time I was like, Ooh, I'm really moving through the fact that I'm not there yet. Right. And for me, it wasn't a trigger that reflected in our relationship, but it was something that I had to witness within myself that I was in this space of comparison. Right. I mean, we kind of talked about it, but like we have similar businesses. We have audiences that very much so overlap. We trade clients back and forth all the time. 
And it's so fun. But at the same time, there can be that space of comparison of like, oh, no, like, what's this? What's that? Like, there have been times where, you know, I'll speak specifically to our relationship or like to the the, to the presence of our relationship where I have made a projection that I can't sell a specific thing because you're selling the same type of thing at the same time. And it, it's something that I created like in my mind, like I never got a call from Taylor, like, Oh my God, Mary, you can't sell a mastermind. I'm selling a mastermind right now. Like, like we've never even talked really about like what we're selling at the time. Like sometimes we'll mention it, but like we don't plan our launch schedules. So it was something that I had projected, right? Um, and it was something that, yeah, I, I had to re- like witness what the trigger was and, and work through it. But in other relationships, I have had some moments where people have been very triggered by me because I am, <sighs> I can be a loud personality and I can be very assertive when I want to be. But also like, I am very happy being silent and like sitting in a corner and just witnessing everyone. So when I do speak up, I take up space because I am so bold and vibrant or whatever you want to define me as. And people are triggered literally just by me being like assertive and like my support right? Like, or they disagree with me and it brings something up for them. So I think there's so many sides to being triggered within a relationship. Like there's the one where it's the projections and we are going to talk even deeper about projections on my podcast for us. But then there's the other side of like walking side by side while your person is shifting through it, which I think there are times where the person will know, like, there are things that maybe Taylor doesn't know that I've been quote unquote triggered. I hate that word, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) I'm triggered by the word triggered. Um, Like there are times that like Taylor knows that I've, I've been feeling a certain way. And there have been times that I've just dealt with it behind the scenes because the other thing is just because you put the label bestie on something doesn't mean that they need to know everything. Now, Taylor pretty much knows a lot we have TMI conversations. Like we know a lot about each other. Um, but that doesn't mean that they need to know like the inner workings of your brain and your subconscious, right? Sometimes you just have to decide to shift it. And I like that we don't like pry. Yeah. And I also, I wanted to bring that up. Like, I think one thing that you kind of said that you really are really that I respect about you a lot that you're and I admire about you a lot you're really good at is you do prioritize like okay let's improve this relationship like let's not just cut it off let's just not get all salty like I can be very stubborn like I'm like okay see you bye (laughs) goodbye like like no I'm not gonna text you a breakup I'm not gonna zoom call you like I'm just gonna peace out Mm -hmm. now I've seen you like in all types of relationships like really call people to like improve things in it including ours and like I feel like and I might not have like the perfect memory of like what this was even about it doesn't even matter but really early on in our friendship like really early on I remember you again I might not get it 100% right but you kind of just like called out like I feel like you and I both have a tendency where we can like go negative 
like, I think at the time we were focusing a little bit too much on like each other's family drama and like, whatever, like not super great things. And it's like, I want this to be like a positive space and relationship. And I was like, okay, cool. And don't get me wrong. I feel like if you and I are going to gossip, it's going to be with each other for sure. We are going to spill the tea a hundred percent, but it's also like, I think we definitely had times where it's like, okay, let's like, we need, we both need to clear these vibes and we don't, I don't think we don't get like, oh, is she saying I'm negative? It's like, no, that's what we want this, this relationship to be. And there's, there's definitely been times where like, you've done, you know, spiritual work, healing work, mindset work, and vice versa. And then like, we fill each other in. It's like, oh yeah, this came up about our, our friendship. And this is what I'm shifting. It's like, okay, good. Like it's in the open. And then I'm sure there's stuff that we don't say. Cause it's like, okay, this is like my, my shit I'm working through. Yeah. You know, I think the thing about triggers is, and again, I really, there's so many definitions to a trigger. I'm like, don't go into the side conversation. (laughs) Stay focused, Maria. Um, The thing about being triggered within a relationship is really, is the key is having patience, right? Like I used to be the queen of just like cutting off a friendship. Like you bothered me, I'm done. And like, you will never hear from me again. And like, the thing is, and like, I will out myself. If you want to out yourself, you can. But like, I have, make sure I get my count right. I have two non-family friends. I have you and my best friend from when I worked at Disney, Amelia. That's it. Like, (laughs) outside of that I have like my peers and like my I don't even like calling them like biz besties like just like my friends but like when you have relationships that you actually care about you want to be there for the person and you want the person to be there for you and if you can't openly communicate if you need to communicate something sometimes you don't have to say everything Right. And I'm sure there's been times where you've not told me what you're going through. Just like there's been times where I've not told you like plenty of times last year, but also plenty of times <laughs> blew up your spot. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, it's really about having patience and also deciding like, is the friendship worth it? You know, yeah. do you want to have a future with this person? Like Taylor and I, we have our girl gang and we're going to literally do family trips until the day that we die. And it's like goals. Yeah. (laughs) But we've decided that we want the longevity of the friendship. Yes. And I think you said this before we started recording. I think that's the thing is we've decided like, this is lifelong friendship. Like we're like, we're gonna see each other go through lows. We're going to see each other go through highs one of us is going to be way up here while the other one's way down here and we'll switch. And then somehow, you know what I mean? Like that, that's just going to come with the territory. We're going to get triggered. Sorry. (laughs) We're going to like, we're going to go through all of it. And like, we're going to prioritize. I think it's also like building a good relationship with yourself and like healing your own stuff as it comes up and taking responsibility. Um, But I think you said this before we recorded where it's like, I think what people don't realize and I didn't either is that some types of friendships are not going to be that. And that's not bad. They're going to, like biz besties are going to come and go. Mm -hmm. I really do think that's inevitable. And I think if we pretend that it's not, like, I do think there's a space where like the biz bestie thing is really like, 
impossible almost, unless you just give it the freedom to be what it's going to be, come and go as it's going to come and go. Like, don't get so attached and don't expect it to be perfect without work. And also some just like, aren't, there's not that level of commitment to each other. I mean, of course there's not, (laughs) do you know what I mean? And the other thing is like, when it comes to, you know, finding like a good biz bestie, like up until more recently, I had biz besties that I'd had for years, literally years. And then I went through, um, and I've talked about this, I won't get into really much detail, but I went through a lot last year and I was moving through a lot emotionally, physically, health-wise, but also in my business. And I went from 2020 having an absolutely phenomenal year within business to 2021 moving through the trenches. And I really was able to witness which biz besties were only there when I was high vibe, right? And which ones were there for me when I was moving through it and when I was having doubts and when I was saying, I don't know if I can keep up having a business. And these are real things, guys. Like everybody has these these big moments, these (laughs) epiphanies of like, what am I doing with my life? But it's not everybody's going to be there through everything. And that's okay. But also don't take it personally. If somebody walks out of your life. Yes. They've like, and like, it sounds so callous, but it's like, maybe they've served their purpose. Yeah. And that chapter's closed. It doesn't have to be like a, oh my God, so much drama. I'm no longer friends with my biz bestie. It's no. Okay. Wish you well. I'll cheer you on. Yeah. Then maybe they kind of move back to the peer section, the engagement buddy section. And maybe they'll, you know, it's totally fine. Perfect opportunity to talk about biz bestie red flags. Because I think there is a time where it is not going to get better like it's just not or maybe they have to move to peers maybe they need to just be cut off altogether yeah but I've had some people like bring situations to me and they're like have you and Marie ever been through this I'm like no because we would never do that <laughs> like that's just not right and some of these so like we can go back and forth if you need a minute you could take a minute Maria <laughs> I'm like rolling my eyes like oh my god I'm really going here but you guys if you don't know me I spill all the tea and I hold nothing back so (laughs) we're really going here so we can hold the conversation however you would like I think we can just share either examples from our own biz bestie red flags because I think we've learned a lot over the years Mm -hmm. not in our relationship but in others that haven't probably worked Mm -hmm. and we also share things that we've heard as well Luckily, I have never had a biz bestie copy one of my programs, one of my like funnels, like mate, like not really. I haven't had that happen, but I'm going to say like, I've gotten asked this. It's like, if someone is copying you and essentially what they're doing is like, they're asking to see inside of your business and then they are taking it, changing the colors on it and Mm -hmm. running it. Biz bestie red flag. We have, Maria yeah. and I have not had that happen. No, <laughs> no. I was like, I don't think I've ever experienced this. I don't think I've ever, I mean. You're being used. If this is happening to you, you are being used. 
yeah, like block them, delete them from your life, like pretend that never happened, moved like move on. Um can we swear on your podcast? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm like I'm really filtering myself like we're not as explicit as we normally would be. Sorry grandma if you tune in. <laughs> Literally. I, but okay, you can go. Do you have more to say about that? Because if so, you speak. No, I was on my next point. Okay, I'll share a real one. I have had, I have had one other biz bestie. Not, I, I don't think we're biz besties, but you know what I mean. It cringes to even. It makes me cringe to call us biz besties. I'm like, no, we're not. Like middle school. I've had one other that was good, and her and I did collaborations. I hate collaboration, so I'm not going to say that that situation was perfect. Because I just kind of hate collaborations. I really do. And maybe I have my own stuff there to heal. But nothing like bad happened. Mm. I had another, this is the same person that cut me off. Like broke up with me on Zoom. I had a collaboration with her and we ran a program together. First of all, we did a year long program together as a collaboration. I don't, I, I wouldn't even do that with Maria. I don't even do that in my own business. Like do not, okay, fine. You can do a year long program, but like, I would not do that with, especially if you haven't done anything else. Like I've never done anything with this person. Let's do a 365 day daily drops program together. First of all, no, that's just a business red flag in general. Mm. We sold it for super cheap. We sold it together. At the time, I'll be honest, my business was much farther ahead. My audience was much bigger yada, yada. I didn't care. I'm like, let's do it. I love chatting with you. I think it's awesome. I see how amazing you are. Like, I don't care about that type of stuff. Truly. I, at that time was like too timid to be like, I'll, this person also had known money issues. I was too timid to say, I'll handle the money. I'm like, you handled the money. It's totally fine. She took all of the money and then broke up with me. And then I ended the program early and refunded all of the money. So the money was gone two times. This is a red flag. If someone only wants to be your friend when you are willing to share with them your audience yep. and collaborate, like, I mean, Maria and I could barely get on a podcast episode together. Like we're Literally not begging. Not. We yeah. We don't ask each other to share. There's no like obligation, like share me with your audience, help me. Like that's a red flag. Like you're not, you can collaborate and, and do that. That's totally fine. But like, if you are feeling used at all, or if you're feeling pressured to do more with that person in business than you really want to, that is not a biz bestie relationship. No. That and is I a can... really bad part business partnership. I have a great one to add to this. You reminded me of one that I completely forgot. Oh, good. <laughs> so I had a biz bestie early on. It was like my second real biz bestie. And we talked, like, we talked about a lot. Like, it kind of was borderline, like, we talked every day. We talked about life and everything. And for those of you that don't know, I used to have an in-person agency. And I brought this individual on. She was needing money. She wanted to move out on her own. Yada, yada. It was, like, this big thing. And I was like, oh, I can help you. I'm hiring a VA and a copywriter and blah, blah, blah. And it started out good. This is like 2018, I think, 2019. So I don't even know if you were really privy to all of this. I know about this, but 
it, yeah, not a lot. And I forgot about it, but I, I, yeah, I forgot about it too. Um, but so anyway, so I have this agency, so I have like, um, my agency was a social media marketing agency for like local businesses. So like insurance companies, I had a big parish, I had a printer company. I had like 10 or 15 clients. Like it was a pretty decent size agency that I literally built in a matter of a year. And this person came in and started doing decent work. And then I don't know, like nowadays in Google drive, I actually noticed it the other day. It tells you that you can see like the edits history and it was long before that. And so like 2018, I had gone into her timesheet, which was just in a Google sheet. I didn't use any fancy software. And she had had her previous times filled out. And then she had gone back and added time to those past days. And it wasn't just once. It wasn't twice. It was going on for about like six weeks because I kept checking like once I was like "Mm, something's not right like your hours have significantly jumped I started to recognize that she was stealing money from me she was lying about her hours and at the same time she was pulling back like she was like not as available to me like she knew she was doing something dirty and it went like like it was enough to make me be like we are done I am never associating with you again and we had publicly associated a lot a lot like at the same time we were starting to talk about hosting a retreat in California like and it was like this big thing and it was like sometimes biz besties can actually turn into users and like that's not the vibe at all I think that's probably one of the biggest red flags is like if you're starting to feel like you're being used or like I even had situations where it's like I felt like someone expected me to luckily not loan the money, but I've actually heard of that. Unfortunately, a lot. Yeah. Like, can I, no, you can't. I'm sorry. That's being used. If someone thinks that because you're their bestie and you make a lot of money, they can borrow money. No, no. Um, or if they expect you to hire them. Now I have someone on my team who I consider a friend and that has gone really well. It's actually been good because we have a good relationship where we can be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. It's actually been really good. I mean, that's sometimes rare, but I have, I feel like I, she never expected me to hire her. It was like, okay, this might be crazy. I don't ha- I don't know how you feel about it, but like, do you want to come on the team? Whereas there's been other situations where it's like, you should just hire me. You should just hire me. You should just hire me. It's like, I don't want to hire you, but why do I feel like I need to? Like, right. if you feel like they're only going to be your friend, if you collaborate, if you hire them, if you loan them money, what? No. If you share your resources, I've, I've had a situation this was actually with a guy. It was a little weird. And, um, we were like, not mm, biz bestie might be, we were like in that line between peer and like trying to be biz besties. Right. Mm-hmm. And he found out that I paid all this money to be in this mastermind. And he offered to pay me a fraction of that to share all of the modules privately. This is like a six month program too. Oh, this is wrong in any case, any situation yeah. ever it's wrong. But I'm not even saying it wasn't a workshop. It wasn't a six week course. This was a six month at the time. This was expensive $5,000 group coaching program. Mm. And he pushed and pushed and pushed. It was like, no, 
like, thank God I didn't do that. That's illegal. That's wrong. But like, if you feel any bit of being used, and I think a lot of people do, you are not in a biz bestie relationship. You're mm-hmm. being used. Yeah. Cut them off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had one this year. It's on the topic of being used in a relationship, but also just lack of respect, honestly. So I am one to not shy away from the uncomfortable and taboo conversations in the industry. We know this. I spill the tea. I've already addressed that. Um, And I was sharing one day a really powerful post and it, it really called forward and it, this is a perfect example. It triggered a lot of people and I received hate comments, like true haters, like threats. I'm going to take down your business, just like nasty things. I literally deleted them before I could even screenshot them because I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> First like real hater experience throwback. I'm like, oh, I should have screenshotted them, but it's fine. Um, do like an Amanda post, <laughs> like riffing on it. But so I had turned to this PR, this quote unquote biz bestie. We were mentoring each other. And I shared that like I had received all of this feedback, negative feedback and not in like, I didn't care that there were people that disagreed with me. People disagree with me all the time. I'm happy about that. Well, I'm not happy, but it just shows who your people are and who your people aren't. But I was not happy about the haters that were saying such vile things to me. And she took it upon herself because she actually did disagree with me. And she wrote multiple, multiple posts about me in the moment, not like three weeks later, hindsight, I witnessed this, but it was like in the moment. And it was one of those things where people knew that we had this relationship and that she was publicly shaming me online in multiple forums, like all over the place. Like, and it, it just was, if your biz bestie is taking your vulnerable share as something to give them a leg up in the industry or like engagement that is a major red flag. Not only are you being used, but there is zero respect and it is just toxic <laughs> and bad. I literally cut it off same day. I was like, we're done. Bye. Yeah. That was one of those instances where I literally was like, there have been little things that have come up, little red flags, but I've looked past them. This one, major red flag. My eyes turned red. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, you don't owe anyone anything and there's going to be very few relationships in your life that are like worth working through everything. You know what I mean? Cause like stuff will come up, but like things like that, it's like, okay, you're not one of those people, obviously moving on. You know what I mean? And like you said, like, it's not like in that situation, you're going to freak out on that person. You're going to say mean things. You're going to throw all of their struggles in their face. You're like, you're just going to cut it off like with respect and be the bigger person and move on. And in some situations, sometimes just block them. Some situations it's like, I'll have respect for you and I can even be kind to you online and whatever, but like, we're not, that's definitely not someone you trust anymore. Yeah. I didn't, 
intense. I didn't block this person and I do, I still have respect for them, but it was one of those decisions that I was like, this really shows the type of person that I don't want to be associated with the type of person that will turn on their person that they care about. Yeah. Right. Um, and really, you know, not that I, I felt humiliated, but I could tell that there was really an energy of like, I'm going to get a leg up on Maria yeah. in this moment. Um, which I just think is, is sad, but you know, to kind of take a little derivative and it's not really a red flag, but it's, it's in your relationship with your biz bestie. There might be aspects where they could be an ideal client or they're moving through something that an ideal client moves through. And like, there can be a space where, and I don't really think we've ever done it, but like where, where like you might feel inspired to talk about something that they shared but it's doing so respectfully, right? And it's not publicly calling it out to where people know who you're talking about, unless it's like a really positive thing. And you're like shouting at your biz bestie. Like there have been conversations that Taylor and I have had where I'm literally like, shout out to my biz bestie, Taylor, right? But then there's also things where it's like, I've had past biz bestie relationships where I have been like, that is something that my clients go through. That's such an interesting perspective. Right. And I've been inspired. There's a difference in creating content inspired rather than in spite. Like that individual hat. Big difference. I like that. It's so true. So good. I'm sure there's many more red flags. I know that we have a lot more to say. So we will, we're going to take our break and then we'll record for your podcast. But thank you everyone for being here. Thanks, Maria. This was fun. All the good stuff, all the vibes. Finally, having read your podcast, it's only been five years. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love you. It's ridiculous. We are so hard to pin down. Like we talk 24 seven, but yeah, something (laughs) we can't schedule things. Even when we live close to each other, it's like, we would schedule, like, we're going to have lunch tomorrow at this time. And then the next day we're going to be like, are we having lunch today? At what time do we still want to do that? Where are we going? Who's picking who up? Like, what are we doing with our lives? (laughs) Yeah. Our lives. Yeah. No, it was fun being on here. And um, I'm excited for our conversation that we're going to have on all the vibes. Tell everyone where to find your podcast and what it's called and all of that. And we'll link it too, but give yourself yeah, a shot. So, so my podcast is called All the Vibes with Maria Wick. And we are on every podcasting platform. So Apple, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to your podcast, it is there. Um, it's pretty easy to find on Google. It will be linked below. And, um, yeah, we talk about all the things very unfiltered, the good, the bad, and the not so pretty things that happen when you're a business owner. So super fun. I love that. Okay. You guys can find me over there. All the vibes podcast. Bye guys. Bye.